Hello. Spooky. Spooky. <laughs> we have a really spooky topic for you this evening. <clears throat> it is about the dreaded question around the holidays that single people face and people who are in relationships who don't have children. Like, when am I getting a oh, baby? Yeah. That's right. We haven't settled your talk. Well, I'm just saying. We are going to be talking about that one question that you get asked, especially around the holidays. Where's your boyfriend or girlfriend or partner? So why hasn't that happened for you yet? Why are you still single? Because I want to, Aunt Edna. (laughs) Shut it down or I'm going to kick over your cane. But before we get started... um. They're not an official sh- sponsor, but I wanted to go ahead and shout out the Dumb Friends League because oh it goodness. is Black Cat Awareness Month because black cats typically don't get adopted at a, at a rate higher than their peers. So as a black cat mom, I will admit I did not want a black cat either when I first went to go get baby kitty, but here I am with her and she is the funniest sweetest, most loving social cat I've ever had, I think, in my life. I think she's getting ready to throw up, though, right, as we speak. Her tummy's rolling. But she loves to be with people. She has a funny personality. And she's the best. So don't dog on black kitty cats. They have a sassy personality for sure. She's definitely the boss around here. Mind you, the only reason you knew that was because I sent it to you. No, I knew it was Black Cat Awareness Month. I had a whole conversation with Baby Kitty this morning when we were getting Oh my God, ready. get out of here. <laughs> I said it's Black Cat season. That's what I told her today. Anyways, so <clears throat> just wanted to shout them out. Dumb Friends League of Colorado. Adopt, save a life. They're Adopt. really the best. Don't shop. So. I, don't, I remember I saw that on a poster one time. I know. But it really was pretty incredible because they pay for your first office visit and all of her shots. Anyway. So, just wanted to plug that because Baby Kitty is the best. So I'm sorry. We're going to have to fast forward the okay, cable. Okay, we will pass, pass forward the cable. Anyway, all right, take away, best friend. Um, yeah, so that lovely question of, like, why are you still single? It's the worst question ever. Sometimes I think it's a little bit invasive. I'm like, why, like, what do you, what gives you the right to just ask me that? Mm-hmm. Like, do I look like I, I am needing a relationship or a companion or some sort? I'm like, oh. or like, do people just automatically assume that because you're single, you're lonely? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm fine. Like I have a lovely bottle of vodka that I'm best friends with. No, I'm kidding. Oh my God. But it's just, I think it's crazy because they just ask it and you're like, I, one, it's 2021. It is mm-hmm. relationships are so unconventional these days. They really are. People get uh, move in after m- weeks of knowing each other, and all of Like I think it's like our parents. Like I said, it's like it's our parents, or grandparents, or aunts, uncles. Like always, like the older generation. Like, oh, why are you still single? Like, I married my husband when I was 19 years old. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, good for you, Becky. <laughs> I don't care. Because you're like, mm, I want to focus on other things. Like, yeah. uh, for instance, my me, I'm 35 years old. You're much older than me. And I'm single, and you're not, but that's okay. <laughs> but I'm, um, 
I'm just saying... I'm, I'm not much older than you. I think it always, it depends on timing. Well, I, I guess. A hundred percent. It all is about timing. But you're also older. So, no, anyway. I am older by like six months. That's a lot more. No. Anyways, I know why I'm single because of uh, my job with, my, with NCA. Like, mm-hmm. I travel so much. Throughout the summer and even in the fall with event season, it's hard for me to get in a relationship with somebody because I'm literally always mm-hmm. gone, and they don't. They never understand. And when you try to explain that to people, they're like, "Well, they should understand that," like, but not necessarily, because they want. They're looking for a relationship too. We might as well like. They want to spend time with you. They want to get to know you. Want to figure it out. Not do everything via. Online, right? Which again, that's what it's that's what it's kind of turning out to be, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Like I have somebody on the horizon mm-hmm. that hopefully will blossom into something, and it'll be amazing, you know. Right. Um, but then you also think about the holidays when you those people get in relationships to get through, to do holiday stuff with, to do fall stuff, Christmas stuff, and then after Valentine's Day, they're like. Deuces. Or before Valentine's Day, like, I don't want to buy you anything because I don't really like you that much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think at the end of the day, like, that just, the, that question of that it's someone's fault is what shouldn't necessarily be the topic of conversation. And you know what? I mean, I think the best way to combat those questions are just to tell people that you're you just haven't found the person that you want to be with and spend time with. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong either with saying that because I think genuinely speaking, you know, I think when people hear you say, Oh, I'm just working on myself or I'm busy with my work or whatever, you know, I like, I feel like the best way is to just be honest. Like you haven't met the person that like, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. And it's not like, you know, I always would respond that way because it just, kind of shut down the conversation a little bit. Like it wasn't, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of explaining it was needed to be had. It was literally just like, I just haven't found the person that I really care about enough to spend the holidays with or whatever, or like date, or I'm taking a break from dating or whatever. Like, I don't think it's a necessarily a something that you need to go in full detail on because it's really not anybody's business. So true. And then, they, so. And then you also have to think of those people who are single, right? rush into things especially in during the holidays or whenever mm-hmm. like not even holidays just relationship wise like what mm-hmm. like okay so you're gonna date this person because you've known them eight mm-hmm. minutes cool again like in the gay community it's difficult because literally like people move extremely fast i uh, can attest to that yeah for sure like i've seen a couple people and then like days later they confess their love to me you're just such a catch, best friend. Well, I know that. You're just that. such a lovable person. Well, I wish I could date myself. <laughs> like, That's what you should tell people. <laughs> I'm like, I am. I'm in a, have a very happy relationship with myself. Um, because it is. It's just, I'm like, I don't need... I mean, I... I uh, yes. I, I mean, I always, I do feel like... I mean, I can understand that. Like, I totally get where you're coming from and have been there, obviously, very recently ago. Um, I do think the holidays, though... People need to be, like, mindful that sometimes those questions, like, do sting and can kind of hurt people's feelings because 
there are people out there who are genuinely looking and have struck out or are really, you know, in the dating scene, really wanting to meet their person, putting all the energy out in the universe. And so when someone asks you, you know, well, why are you still single? It, it, it puts the blame on us if there's something wrong with that person and not like genuinely being curious or asking the right questions. And it does sometimes, it is hard to be single in the holidays. And I have had holiday seasons where I just wanted to get through it. I knew that I was going to be going to holiday parties and events alone or my family gatherings, the only person not in a couple. And it does take a lot of confidence to walk into a room by yourself at a Thanksgiving party or a Christmas party or New Year's Eve or whatever it might be. And I think... For me, my saving grace has always been my friends and, and really, and my family thankfully is small. So it's not, it's never, and I've known, I mean, gosh, my brother-in-law has been in my life, half my life, more than half my life. You know what I mean? Everybody in my family has been around for so long that it, it, it got to be so much easier. But you know, when it would be like friend dinners or friends givings and everybody's married and you're the only single person and people have kids, that can also be very like... Not a downer, but it definitely sometimes can just, you know, make people sad. And that's okay. And it's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel like, but you also have to surround yourself with people who you know will lift you up and make you feel better and also spend time with you around the holidays. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, invite a friend to a party. Like, it doesn't always have to be a significant other, like a partner, partner person, like take a friend with you. So you don't have to be alone or, you know, find someone with you for you that right. you can do those things with. And, and you don't have to have some of those awkward. Well, it's like, alone like when you kind of take like a plus one to a wedding. Uh-huh. It's always like, Oh, sir. Like, like, no, I'm like, no, we're not dating. I'm just, yeah. this is my friend. Yeah. Just, and it's just like, yeah, I think it's just people. I think they just assume that once you're older, you're, going to be in a relationship by the time you're mm-hmm. this age you're going to have kids you're going to have the white picket fence you're going to yeah. do the whole thing you're like no that it's it's it doesn't my story does not dictate it's not not dictated, not dictated by like what you see mm-hmm. on tv or you see on the movies things like that right well <clears throat> and i hate the pressure that people put on others having children that has been a stressor in my life what do you mean just like going through my like bef- you know like Going through as a single woman and, you know, people constantly reminding you that you're not getting any younger and that your, your window's closing and, you know, aren't you worried about not having kids? Like my whole life is about having a kid and, you know, not everyone is capable or able to have a kid. And so to assume that people are just going to get pregnant easy or have kids easy is just like crazy to me. Sure. And I've known way too many women who have struggled. And, you know, for me, my whole thing is it's all in God's timing. And you just, well, I don't know if listening out there that you're, if you're a very spiritual person, I happen to be, I know best friend is like, it really is a matter of like letting things go and just putting everything on him called trusting the process because it's just you know i am so freaking thankful that i didn't waste my time on the idiots that i dated in the past because 
the person that I'm with now is just so wonderful. And so I think I'm so happy I waited. And I just, I'm so glad I didn't settle. I'm so glad I didn't get like the baby itch when I was 27. And then ended up getting married with to someone who <clears throat> was, you know, a disaster. And, you know, I just, I'm so glad that I took the time to really trust the process. Like best friend said. In the Figure Bible, it, out. it tells you, you need to have faith the size of a mustard seed. Have you seen the size of a mustard seed? Mm-hmm. It is the tiniest thing in the world. Yep. What are you going to do? Yeah. Like, I am mm-hmm. good. Yeah. I think we all are. But I, again, it's like, it's what, everybody's definition of a relationship, success, happiness, happiness, all that stuff is completely different. Hence, I made that TikTok earlier this weekend. And I said, you know, like, we all, I was like, what do rich people do on the weekends? But then I was like, wait, what is rich to me? Mm-hmm. What is rich? Because a lot of people, again, it's like, how many zeros are in your bank account? Right. I don't care. I was like, right. cool, money is money. Right. You can't d- take it with you. Mm-hmm. Once you go, it's gone. Like, like, are you wanna, are you trying to live life to make money? Or are you trying to live life to make memories? Right. I'm like, let's do that. Mm-hmm. And that's maybe like, <clears throat> <laughs> I'm gonna be yeah single for a minute until that the person one, comes, that along. One comes along, yeah. and then hopefully he's ready for whatever that goes on upstairs. <laughs> Not like physically upstairs, like in my head, because <laughs> as we all have wolves, you know, it's very it's very different up there. Siri did us dirty on this playlist, by the way. Let's listen to Britney Spears. It's okay, free Britney. Free Britney, Britney sure. Um, yeah. Hey Siri, play Britney Spears. So, it's kind of a shorter podcast. Oh well, no, were we done? I thought so. Are, are we... I was just putting on Britney oh, Spears. Well, I, feel like, I feel like we're, like, we're just going to keep saying the same thing over and over. No, right? we can change the subject. Let's talk to something else. Okay, we'll talk to something else. What was the other question that was good that we got? <sighs> um, oh, that one's thanks um, uh, to my friend Jordan. She asked us that. That was question. a great question. Hope we gave you some t- tips or t- advice. T- 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 yeah. Did you? Did we answer all the things she asked? Yeah. What it was the question specifically? That again? was it. Like, like why are you single around the holidays? That question. Like, what do you? T- what do you tell people? Oh, just, what do you tell people? Yeah. Okay. Just, good. Just that. And like I said, if they say, if they say, keep saying, just like, oh, hey, listen, Aunt Barbara, mm-hmm. ask it again. <laughs> Shove a fork in her thigh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't do. Don't resort to violence, but. Sometimes you gotta slap a bee. Uh, easy. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other question? Though? I'm looking. You need to be faster. I don't remember who it, who it was. Oh, uh, Isa mm-hmm. asks us um, home, I mean, work life oh, balance. Oh, work life balance. Ooh, this is such that a good is one. That is a good I didn't one. figure this out for a long time. Yes. Work-life balance. Okay. All right. So for those of you who are listening for the first time or have never listened to the podcast before, uh, I work a very stressful job at a high school. Um, and I co- and well, obviously coach. So I work very, very long hours and a lot of hours in the evening and, and on the weekend. So, um, man, I think that the work-life balance is is depending on obviously who you are as a, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, for me, I am an incredibly social person, which 
makes my job really fun because I'm around people all the time and I love that. It's also very exhausting sometimes because you are around so many people and talking all day. But I always love to make sure I'm carving out a day or an evening that I really am by myself and can watch whatever show I want to watch, go to bed early, whatever I want to do. Best friend and I have always been good about getting together at least once a week, like after a practice or for a happy hour on the weekends. Like we've always made sure that to carve out time for, I will, I always will make time for my friends if I'm able, like depending on my schedule, but I'll always try to figure out how to make time for people. And I think that, um, it's tough. I mean, it's hard, but the best thing you can do is shut off. Like I'm upset that I have email on my phone, to be honest with you. And I, and I need to figure out a way where I can turn it on, but I just have to, I have to be on, like, I have to be available just because of what I'm doing. But that to me, being able to shut your phone down and not be checking your email and really being able to separate is super important. Like when I go over to my boyfriend's house, I typically don't like to have my phone around unless I know that there's something that could potentially come up. Like if there's an issue at practice or there is an issue, you know, like with our other assistant coach, Annie, you know, if she's having a practice or there is a game, like I'll have my phone available because I want to make sure if she needs something that she can get a hold of me. But other than that, like if someone calls me from work and it's in the evening, I typically do not answer the phone because and I'll wait to see if they leave me a voicemail or send me a text message. Just because I also don't want to feel like whatever that emergency is that I'm going to stop living, like doing my, doing the things on my time that, and, and making that a priority. Like I think that work-life balance is definitely, you have to make a priority, make it a priority to accommodate like your time, if that makes sense. Good one, good one. <clears throat> um, also, depending on like what job you have, yeah, really... Because a lot of times I feel like we <clears throat> lose that balance because we are so micromanaged at our whatever oh, yeah, job it is. Sure. But then if you think about it, <clears throat> that hey, Siri, um, play Britney Spears playlist. <laughs> um, you're so micromanaged that you have to take a step back, and then you're like, okay, why am I? I'm killing myself for this job yeah. because of so and so is telling me everything to do. But if you think about people who actually micromanage they they lack the creativity to do anything else yeah. so that their the job's only going to get done to their their brain capacity right rather than uh, just letting people do things and like hey like I might not be able to do this this task is not going to be done on your time on your timeline because of a b c d whatever mm-hmm. it is yeah rather than like no well, this is this is this is then you're like you feel like you're married to your job. Yeah. Because my last job, when I was working, uh, I was married to my job. And I couldn't I couldn't think for myself because that's not how it was. Mm-hmm. So it was like, and then I, that's when I was, I was still coaching, but I would come to practice once every two weeks because I was just so yeah. swamped with work. And it was terrible. <clears throat> um, so then I was like, same thing, I was like, next job, I was like, I, ha- I have, I'm going to, be able to live my life yeah and be create be have that creativity that I want and that I that I that I thrive off of mm-hmm. 
So um, just really setting that standard and setting that as a, as a like right out the gate, like this, these are what, these are my, like your do's and your pros and cons of a job. A lot of times we think like they're your dream job and then you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, I work so true. all mm-hmm. the time. I'm like, well, that's awesome. Yeah. So, and, so I, and it's always hard because sometimes when you have to tell people, especially at work, it's hard to tell your coworkers or your employer no. Right. Because they, then, then you will think that you're, they're going to deem you as like... Or they're a, like, a, you're like slacking off. Yeah, as, an, as a bad... Not like slacking off or like a lazy employee, things like that. No, like I just not need this. Not a team player. I need this for myself. Because I, if not, then I can't, I can't focus or put my attention towards something else. So that's okay to tell, tell your work that. Um, employers need to understand like, mm-hmm. yeah, cool. Yeah. I mean, I remember too, like I think carving out... I think if you have a really stressful job that demands a lot from you and maybe you do have to work a couple hours on the weekends because that's just what the expectation is. When I was in grad school and working full time, I used to carve out like a few hours every Sunday to go sit at a coffee shop and get out of like be somewhere else so that I still felt like I was doing something and I was somewhere and then I could really kind of just hammer out the work and get it done and then enjoy the rest of my day. So I think like depending on what really your job is, just really prioritizing, like you really just need to make sure your time is well spent. And, and even if it, even if it's like a, cup, a morning cup of coffee and you're watching the news or whatever and you give yourself that time to just decompress and prepare for your day, um, I think that that is super important. And I want it, one of the things the pandemic really taught me was the value of sleep. And I think that that's why, like, I used to be a person that would get up, like, every day at the crack of dawn and go work out. And then I would be at work for, you know, 10 hours. And then I would go to practice. And then I would have a game. And so I would be gone for, like, 16, 17 hours a day, basically. And it was exhausting to kind of, like, keep your energy up and to... And I think I've just realized that sleep is just also, like, don't sacrifice your sleep either because that is really really important but then you know I'll obviously trying to maintain all the healthy things and all the stuff is important um but you know take the time to have a cup of coffee or go meet someone for happy hour and even if you have you know it's an early night like it doesn't it doesn't always have to be some outrageous outlandish thing but like do a rager every yeah. single time you want to spend time do time for yourself but yeah again the biggest thing too is value your time because again, that's one of the only things we can't get back in this world is time. Yeah. So are, are you gonna sit back and when you're yeah. are we, regret, when you are retired, like oh, yeah. like I, I worked, but I didn't really enjoy work. What is it like? Because there's that saying like, are you, do you live to work or do you work to live? Mm-hmm. No, that's why I need to move to Europe. I just need to move to Texas. I'm why? Just, I, don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I said that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. That's that's my two cents on that. Yeah. Any other questions that have come in that are good? Um, I don't know. I I got. We have to put our on Facebook net or Instagram all the things. What do you guys want us to talk about? Yes, we um, do. There, I haven't seen anything so far. Kudos to President Biden for making today Indigenous Peoples Day. So. Instead of Columbus Day. But yeah. It has been great. 
Shout out to Marcus. It's National Coming Out Day. She didn't even get me a present. I got him a ribbon. But he doesn't wear rainbows, so fact. I'm not supposed to, like, I don't know what to do with that. Now baby kitty's playing with it, and she'll probably have a bow on in a little bit. I'll take a picture of it. Ouch. Stupid table. All right, well, we're signing off. Um, let us know. Let us know what you have questions or if you have topics you want us to talk about. Well, you know, we want to make the people happy, so. Because sooner or later, we're going to take off and explode because we did make a whole $2.37. So any day now, we're going to be picked up by E. Yeah. (laughs) I can just feel it. (laughs) For sure. All right. Well, we're going to sign off podcast land. Have a beautiful evening and week. Peace.